Welcome everybody to our brand new series entitled God Breath where we will learn about what the Bible is, where does it come from, and how to use it practically in our life. And I'm excited in diving deep into this series because I want to be reminded personally by the Lord unsa available ang scripture sa atong life and um, I need to to be reminded how to freshly appreciate the scripture in our life because you know like many things that are important in our life we tend to take for granted diba importante sa there are things that are so important and we tend to take for granted like if you're married you know um, as a husband we tend to take for granted our wives and appreciate nato sila when we've gone for so long I mean ka nga labing awa man is ako kinabuhi no wala akong asawa so yung ana mga minyo ra makarelate ana but naay mga ubotang pod kay mga singles pod for example for the first time um nawadan mo og tubig or nawadan mo kuryente these are things that are essential but because of their ever present kanang murag naara sigi sa tuwa wala na to na appreciate na take for granted na to ni mga important things sa tong life you know like the bible the bible is always there you know usay na sa tong phone we can download it there's a digital version uh, atong ma-download and then uh, asa pa the Bible is like everywhere it's so accessible sa atua unlike other countries where the Bible is forbidden and so nowadays tendency because of its accessibility and again kay mga Bible teachers we can just listen in the internet and we can be saturated with the presence or the accessibility of the Bible and yet personally sa kinabuhi uh, we forgot to value it. We forget to I really appreciate it. And kanang makaingon wow, unsa ka valuable ang scriptures sa ato ang kinabuhi. And so my goal for us is to be reminded by talking about the Bible today to be re- to remind us how valuable is scripture in our lives. So not not a fresh appreciation because when we appreciate the Bible, the accessibility of the Bible sa atong kinabuhi, then we value the words sa atong kinabuhi. And when we value the word God can use the word in our life to bring us closer to Him because that's His instrument, that's His gift for us. It's the Holy Spirit-inspired book in which God reveals Himself to us. So that's my goal. You know, I remember Bailey Graham uh, um, once said, uh, he, he was asked about one thing he should be doing if he could replay and go back to live his life. And he said, as an evangelist, as a, as a person that is used by God mightily to preach the gospel, but his answer intrigues me. Kung unsay ang buhaton usab if he could live back his life, and he said, "I wish I spend studying the Bible more." And that surprised me because this guy was used by God. Millions of people come to Christ through his ministry, and yet when he looked back, he said, "I wish I studied the Bible more." I don't know what's the meaning of that behind that, but. That intrigues me, you know. That intrigues me about the value of Scripture, the value of studying the Scripture as a Christian in order to fuel your walk with the Lord. And so that's the first goal in this series, that you and I has the fresh appreciation. Makita nato ang, ma-appreciate nato ang values of Scripture in our life. Secondly, our goal in this series is that, of course, we need to deepen our faith in God. And deepening our faith in God does not happen accidentally. It is should be intentional. And the source of our faith, the source uh, of our faith, in order to strengthen that faith, is in the scriptures. As Romans chapter ten verse seventeen says, so 
where does faith comes from? Faith comes from hearing. Remember that, okay? If your heart is filled with worry, anxiety, it's a lack of faith, you know? And where does faith come from? How do you fuel your faith? According to Apostle Paul, it comes from hearing and hearing specifically through the Word of Christ. And where does the Word of Christ, asan uh, makita ng Word of Christ? Of course, it's through the Bible, it's through the Scriptures. So, the Scriptures, the Bible fuels our faith. If you find yourself na awakened among faith, if you find yourself ng among faith, morag dying na, morag na lost na ka, if you're living like morag dili na ka Kristuanon, if yung response sa mga circumstances is morag dili na yung anak Christ-like, when you look back in the past, makain ko, yung anak mo ta akong kinabuhin, yung anak mo ta akong response, yung anak mo ta kakusog akong faith sa ginoong, anong, Ganong morag na fade naman akong faith, na weaken naman akong faith. Maybe, maybe, maybe is because um, your Bible intake or maybe ang pag-take sa Bible is maybe na-neglect na sa mong kinabuwi. You know? And just be honest. How many of you find yourself that way? O saan na-neglect na because life is busy, dagan kayo mga distractions, dagan kayo mga side hustles, dagan kayo mga job, and sometimes imong pag-read sa word, pag-meditate, pag-think, you know, so word and uh, to listen to God through His word is wala na kayo. Sporadic na lang or maybe dali-dali na lang and you know, wala dyan kayo may quality walk with God and sometimes we find ourselves weakening our faith and when, when our faith is weakened, we are vulnerable to lots of temptations around us and you find yourself sometimes living like God is far away when it's, it's not. It's just it's just we fail to cultivate our walk with God through the Word. And so, it is a reminder for us to go back to the Scripture as a church, as a group point, because we are living in this pandemic. It's a very, very difficult time. We need to have a strong anchor in our faith. And atong anchor, wala sa government, wala sa politics, wala sa vaccine, wala sa whatever the world is doing right now. Our anchor is in the enduring and changing Word of God because God revealed Himself who He is, His promises, His will. Wala na. Walay lain siyang gigamit ng tool. Wala sa encyclopedia, dictionary, or newspapers. Only in the Word of God, the Bible. And so we put our faith in what He says in the Word. So we need to do that. We need to have fresh appreciation of the Scripture. And secondly, we need to deepen our faith through the Bible. As one said, an open Bible leads to stronger faith. A closed Bible weakens our faith. And so we need to be reminded about that. Okay? So, dili pwede nga atong intake sa scripture is a sermon ra. Okay? Maminaw. It's not enough. It's good that you listen and you attend and some even Christians never attend the online service. Okay? But it's not enough to attend the online service and listen to the word. You must have a personal Bible intake sa imuang kinabuhi. Okay? And dilira inap nga ang imong intake po sa scripture is the small snippets makita nimo sa Facebook post. Okay? Dagan makayo mga ministries or even us sa Grow.Dabao, we post scripture post and and scriptural truth in the in the page but it's not enough more na imo ang scriptures kanang sa bible page or a little bit devotional you need to learn to feed yourself in the bible and so that's the goal of this series to encourage us to deepen our faith through the scriptures and thirdly of course we need to be equipped for God's word it's not enough to be feeding ourselves with the scripture because na goal when we read the bible meditate the bible our goal is that according to God all scripture is inspired by God and it's useful with a lot of things and we're gonna talk about that things nga unsa ang, ang, ang Bible is profitable sa itong kinabuhi but the main thing anong gata ang Bible sa itong kinabuhi is so that we can be equipped to do God's work of course to love God and love people but the practical 
uh, outworking of that is to do what God calls us to do, to equip us to do God's work. And so, my goal now, okay, we cannot be, we cannot disciple people unless we are being discipled in the Word. You know, we cannot be a blessing to other people. We cannot counsel them uh, without being equipped in the Word. The only way we can help people and we can remind people when they are in troubled times is is through the Word of God. Because the only word, the only thing that endures forever, that only thing that gives genuine comfort is what God says. And if we don't know what God says, then we cannot be used by God to equip other people. Okay? And so this is very important that we need to be equipped with the Word, to study the Word, to meditate on the Word, so that God can use us to minister the Word to everybody and to every person that God brings in our life. And that's the goal of our church. Yeah, We need to go back, we need to be shaped by the Scriptures. And if you find yourself in a way that you kind of Christianan ka, pero you know, na neglect ni mo ng apart sa mukha na buhay. I hope you're humble enough and be honest to say, I really, really need this this series. This series is kind of a basic reminder about what the Bible is. But um, I pray that you will. I pray that you will pray and you will ask God to refresh you, to remind you of these basic truths and be revived of who He is as He revealed Himself in the Scripture. So, if you find yourself ng morag. Uh, you're in the kind of your your faith is a little bit weakened because of some circumstances. Pray that the Lord will strengthen you as you as you go back to the scriptures as as a response to this series as well. Now, if you are new in the faith and bago pa ka and maybe sa basics of Bible na overwhelmed ka, kadagan kayo and Old Testament uh, books and the New Testament books. Minka asa mo begin. Maybe you, you don't have idea. Then this series is good. Uh, I would invite you to please continue this series, Ayog Absent, every Sunday. And please, 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 because we're going to use these messages as well as our discipleship curriculum in the future. Uh, so we're going to use this video as our discipleship curriculum to introduce to us about the basics and the overview of the Bible. So this is a good series for you. So please, please, please subscribe, follow, and continue to be engaged with us as we continue in this series. So. Please stay tuned. I hope, uh, I hope okay right your internet, but I hope that you continue despite kung dili kay okay your internet. And this will be available in our YouTube channel, Grow Point Dabao. So just type Grow Point Dabao in YouTube. Uh, all this series is available there. And if wala na miss demo, please uh, tune in and watch this message again. Because this is very important, very basic, but very fundamental in our walk with God. We're going to talk about the Bible. Okay, so... If you have your Bible, open your Bible with me. I hope you have your Bible. Even though nakasemong home worshiping with us online, please open your Bible. Matthew chapter nineteen, verse four to five. Just open there. Matthew chapter nineteen, four to five, and then also open Genesis chapter two, verse twenty-four. So pwede duwa, okay? Butang griba ng usa or kanang marag butang ni mo diya sa semong Bible. Matthew nineteen, four to five. Genesis two. To 20, uh, chapter 2 verse 24 uh, Before na dive in I'm gonna give you a fast facts about the Bible Are you ready? Okay Since this is part 1 Introduction about the series about the Bible God breathe I think it's very important for us to be reminded about the facts About the Bible Ako uh, uh, sa very fast So I hope you're okay with that <laughs> uh, Fast facts about the Bible Since of overview about what the Bible is Okay, okay. What the Bible is First, 
The Bible actually is not a book, it's a library. Okay? Bible is not a book, it's a library of books. And there are 66 books in the Bible. Okay? Uh, the Old Testament has 39 books. The Old Testament is divided, all the new. Old Testament, 39 books. And the New Testament actually has how many books? If 66, 39 has, type the answer. 27 books, okay? So, mga, bay, mga Bible nerd and kabalunani, 66 books of the Bible, 39 in the Old Testament, so, and 27 in the New Testament. So, actually, when you read the Bible, you don't read just one book. You read lots of books. So, kung ka nga, book reader ka, if Kristuanan ka, dapat book reader ka, kaya naman, you read a lot of books. You read the Bible, you, ha- you read 66 books. I mean, you read a lot of books, 66 books. The Greek word of the Bible actually is Biblia. Biblia means little books. Okay, a lot of books. So the Bible is a um, library of books. It is very important to keep in mind. That's why when you read the Bible, dili pwede one approach imuhang ang view. read the Bible literally. Okay, not all in the Bible are history. Not all in the Bible are should should be approached in a literal manner because some parts of the Bible are poetic, are metaphorical to communicate the message of God. So poetic. Dagan kayo style and genre. I consider nimo in reading the Bible. You know, and so it's very important to keep in mind that it's not one book; it's a library of books with, secondly, different genre. Okay, there's history, there's poetry, there's law, there's parable, there's biography, there's prophecy, there's official church correspondence letters. You know, personal correspondence, uh, personal letter like the personal letter of Paul to Philemon, etc. And some apocalyptic literature. So, the gang mga genre or uh, literary style ang mga Bible. So, like approach. And Muragsiga Dili siya one type of style yarang ganahan. And he uses different styles, the human cultures, and to communicate his himself, his revelation, his ways to our lives. So, library books, different genres. And of course, the Bible has obviously has, has two covenant, two New Testament. The Old Testament, the Old Covenant, which is directed to the people of Israel, of course. And New Testament, which is directed to uh, the Christians, of course. And to, of course, to everybody. Uh, but primarily to, to the Christians, the New Testament. And it's the, the first five uh, books of the, gospel, uh, of the New Testament, the Gospels, of course, directed to evangelize everybody and to follow up the new converts of many Christians. So, very important to keep in mind, there's, there's Old Testament and there's New Covenant. And different approach you need to read, uh, you need to use in reading the Old Testament and in reading the New Testament. Okay? And so, the time frame in which the Bible was written is 1,500 years. Imagine that, 1,500 years, Okay? We were conquered by the Castilla, the 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 Philippines. Is mga, mga 120 years, I guess. Yep, 120 years. And takaw na kailang influence gani. And again, na kami mawala ang culture na 120 years, okay? And then there's 400 years of silence between Old Testament and New Testament. And if basanin mo tanan ang, uh, ang mga ang span of years, 1,500 years is so wide and ninkang takaw kayo. And yet, makainun kay in 1,500 years. There are 40 different authors regarding the Bible. There are 40 different authors uh, and yet their message is coherent. The message is, is coherent and it talks about one person, the coming Messiah. Old Testament, New Testament, the message is the same for 1,500 years, over 40 different authors living in different epochs of time, generations. 
And yet there's one message and the message is coherent all throughout generation. That is amazing. So, over authors, 40 different authors compared to Quran. Now, now the book of Quran, and of course, the book of the Muslim, delivered by an angel to one man. Okay? A Bible, 40 different authors. Quran, uh, usarang katao. You must, in order to trust the Quran, kinangalan mo trust yung gato katao. Okay? <laughs> and Book of Mormon, delivered by an angel to one man. All these books, all these religious books, delivered by one man. And yet, the Bible has a lot of human authors. 40 different authors with one message. Wala sila gasabot. Wala sila gateksa nine. Because they're living in different epochs of time, different generation. And yet, they have one message. It's a miracle. It proves that the Bible is not just a human book. Of course, human wrote it, but it's a divinely inspired book. So keep in mind, okay? Now, unsang uh, language ang ang gigamit ni God to to write the Bible. Of course, the Bible is not written in Tagalog or in Bisaya or in or in English. The Bible is written in three languages. Actually, uh, Hebrew, the Old Testament is Hebrew, but part of that is Aramaic. The common language of the Jew at that time, Aramaic, uh, uh, portions of Ezra and a portion of Daniel is written in Aramaic. And then, of course, most of the New Testament, lots, of course, all of the New Testament is written in Greek. Alright? So that's three languages, um, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And so early fragments in the Bible, okay? Early fragments. In other words, uh, um, um, how did the Bible came about? Gion sa pag-preserve nga nung natin Bible and Aaron, how, how do we know for sure nga katong gi-write sa mga biblical authors has been preserved? It's because of these early fragments, okay? Now, we have more than 50 extant pap- papyri fragments of New Testament books dating from 2nd to 4th centuries. But basta ba is that these biblical authors who, 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 write their, uh, who, who write their letters or their books Actually, well, uh, they write them in papyri. Now, it's it's a it's a it's a tool. Ngayon gigamit nga sulatan nila. Sometimes it's made of bark of the trees. Sometimes it's made of calf skin, the skin of the cow. And again, kaya sila gigamit. Dilip ng parehong ng paper na toron. And and when when an author of the Bible write something, write a book, they usually copy it and they usually they produce lots and lots and lots of copy. Now, according to this research and archaeologist na nagdig sa Bible, every book in the New Testament actually has 50 different copies. Uh, more or less, 50 different copies where they can compare kung asa nagkamali. And it's very important. So how do you know? And this is really the, the question. Dagan kag mga questions ani. And they would ask, how do you know, how do you make sure that ang pag-apin nila walay mali? Okay? Because maka-compare nila kung naay mali sa usa copy, naay other copy. Dili ra usa nag-copy, daghan kay nag-copy na nay. And so, if mali ang usa, naay slight nga murag typographical error, ma-compare nila with other copies and na find out nila uh kining mga papyri fragments na find out nila in second fourth centuries, kining nga copy, daghan kay nag-copy and preserve by the grace of God ang kining mga copy. And so ma-compare nila if naay mga message nga nagkamali or wala. And eventually Nay, na, nay mga small typographical error, but it doesn't change the theology. Okay. Uh, another thing to consider is that uh, if someone would ask, how do we know that the, the copies are correct? Not just that, not that, not not dili enough. But another evidence is um, 
um, because of the transmission you know the ancient in the ancient times in the old testament and also in the new testament there is what we call a strong oral tradition in other words ang pag-teach sa mga apostles dili through what we are right now we wala sila ga open sa bible they teach through oral tradition so ang gipas ni Jesus ayla is teaching orally and Jesus teach it over and over again until they memorize it okay ang teaching nila is very oral and they have good memory kay because wala pa na fry ilang brain sa mga gadget Twitter or Facebook. So they have good memory. Wala pa sila lang kay Netflix, wala sila binge watch. And so when someone teach to them, absorb dayon and they have good good memory and they repeat it overnight, dinner, sa ilang pagkaon and they repeat the word of God. And they're saturated with the teaching of Jesus. And so when someone writes something, kabalo sila nga nay mali because dili nila mawala, dili dili mawala sa ilang brain ang usik correct teaching ni Jesus, si correct teaching sa mga disciples. And oftentimes, what is written, they are they are being corrected by the people who have received the message. So, diliing anak kadalit mawala. Okay, it's amazing. Yan lang unta tano nga kanang dilit nila malimot. Pero unsay malimot yun sa sermon last Sunday then small group nata and may mga tana unsay message unsay title. Wajud bisag title palang unsay malimot nata. Something's wrong with us and some things we need to to reconsider at ang approach because kung malimot ta sa words again you know, ano to pag-apply you know um, if you know m- we hear the word and it doesn't retain in us then we can live it out because we forget it and that's that's a tendency and ma- ma-learn out the thing these people in the ancient past they copy and they pass on and ma-correct nilang errors because of a strong oral tradition another to consider is the complete Manuscripts, okay? And the Bible. When is the Bible completed? Katong, uh, katong 39 uh, Old Testament books and 27 New Testament books. Of course, according to this, our oldest vellum or parchment made of cup skin, katangilang ginagamit sa manuscripts, are almost complete copies of the New Testament Old and Old Testament together in a codex form. Now, sa una, ang pag-write nila sa mga Old Testament is by scroll, the scroll of Isaiah, the scroll of Jeremiah, the scroll of Jonah, and so on and so forth. Scroll to that, Moses, Pentateuch, scroll. And kung nakita mo the chosen TV series, na yung mga scrolls, di ba? Now, kanosan na invent kani morag libro nga format, okay? Ang format sa books. Well, it's it's invented in the first century Christians because when they were persecuted, magbasa sila sa mga scroll o sa mga letters. Pagka naghanak kay mga scroll, maglisod sila kung naana yung mga tao nga mupatay nila, i-persecute sila, naglisod sila, you know, o bira. So, ni-invent sila, ang tawag ang codex. Ang codex is the early prototype of the book. And so, ilang gi, ilang gi, gihimo ang scroll, entumura siya ka ng pages in the book, and then eventually deform a book in a codex form. So, na-complete nila, um, yeah, in a codex form, eventually. They are known as the Vatican, Sinaitic, and Alexandrian manuscripts dating between 300 to 450 BC. In the Old Testament, naiginatawag Vatican uh, Codex Vaticanus, Codex Sinaiticus. These are just a term for the codex form of the Bible. The Old Testament Codex and even later on, the, the New Testament Codex. Now, all these three manuscripts nga nakita were discovered uh, is the... Tra- uh, um, all three were discovered after the translation of the King James Bible. A King James Bible is major later ng mga manuscripts ang basis, textus, receptus. But kining mga Vaticano, Vatican, Sinaitic, and Alexander manuscript was later and usually the basis of the modern translation we have today like ESV, NASB, you know, and NLT and so on and so forth. These are, these are the recent 
uh, compilation manuscripts of the copies of the copies of the original um, written manuscripts. Okay? So, wala katong original, wala na to na survive, uh, but ang survive ang copies. How do we know how we can trust the copies? Because, of course, they can check, there are a lot of copies, they can check the error and they have a strong oral tradition. Alright? So, last fast facts. I hope you're still there. Fast facts about the Bible. Lastly, final canon. We're gonna talk about the final canon. Now, in the 4th century, final canon, dili ni canon nga motong girgira nga canon ba sa Canon is about the canon of the Bible, the compilation of the Bible. Final canon. In the 4th century, under Constantine, Constantine, okay, the Roman Emperor, the church drew a solid line around which books were in and which books were out based on the criteria of three questions. Now, this criteria is not inspired, but it's reasonably sound. Uh, ilang gigamit? Uh, sa una to determine kung unsang books nga sa ginoodyon inspired by God unsang books okay nasa like three category first the category of apostolicity and ang question ani is were the were the close in proximity in time and relationship to Jesus ang mga writers ba nag-write ani nga book is in in closer in the, in the time of Jesus book of Mark book of Luke book of Matthew and so on and so forth and so Kung layo na dyan kayo na there's a, uh, wala sila kapasar aning the test of apostolicity. Okay? Second is, did they have widespread acceptance by the earliest Christians? Uh, meaning na, it's the question of uh, Catholicity. Okay? Dili na Catholicity nga Roman Catholic. Catholicity meaning universal church. Uh, now, uh, this, the, did the universal church, the early church, accept that? Because the Christianity has grown so wide the uh, ang wider Christianity did they accept that as authoritative as word from God if they then wala sila kapasar okay and thirdly category to uh, to finalize the final canon the final 66 books of the Bible is this question do they teach what has been passed down orthodoxy okay because oral tradition okay uh, the apostle teach orally and the one who receive it teach orally and so, kining at teaching has been passed down from Jesus Christ to the apostles, to the sub-apostolic era, and to his mga disciples, matrace yun nila kung na mga heresy, and matrace nila kung na mga deviant ng mga teaching. And so, there's a solid test of orthodoxy. Sa tanan mga books, it's coherent. Walay, walay teaching ang mga deviant based sa ilahang na passed down. So, makategorize ma- ma- nila and ma-finalize nila nga. These 66 books actually are inspired word of God as Scripture. So, very interesting, right? Very, very interesting. So, knowing these facts alone, grabe, makayunta, maka-appreciate ta on sa pag-preserve sa ginoong Bible. How, so rich in history and and throughout the church, throughout the church history, dagan kay mga tao nga nagpakamatay para ma-produce religion ang mga Bible, okay? Before the Reformation era in 1500s, actually, ang church ra, ang, ang Pope ra in the Roman Catholic era, ang Pope ra na og mga church, ang priest na yung mga Bible, ang mga tao, dili kabalong mabasa, and dili, because ang book at ang translation is in the Latin, and people cannot read that, okay? And then, the German monk named Martin Luther, he's the one who has the courage to translate the Bible in a common language so that the Bible is for everybody. It's not just for the priest. And ma-check nila if the teaching of the church, the teaching of the, the priest and the leaders coincide with what Jesus says. And they realize nila, dagan kay corruptions um, ang church. Dagan kay corruption of the Roman Catholic Church. And that's why people rise up. And this, this is what we call the Reformation, the Reform Movement. And the Reform Movement 
teach us to give us back the Bible, okay? In our common language, so we can study the Bible for ourselves. And dilira ang mga pastors, ang mga uh, priests, and so on and so forth. So that's the goal actually. And we are part of that heritage. We are part of the history. You have the Bible in your hands and we have the Bible in order to study it. In order kung maminaw ta sa mga preaching and teaching, dilira ta maminaw and just accept it. Kung dilira maminaw ta with it, keeping in mind that the final authority is not the pastor, the final authority is not the priest, the final authority is the Bible. The Bible is above the pastor, the Bible is above anybody else, the Bible is above anyone else. It has authority over our lives because it expresses to us Jesus Christ, who Christ is. And Christ is Lord, therefore His word over us has authority over us. So, very, very important to keep in mind. That as a follower of Jesus, the word should shape our lives. And I hope ma appreciate nato na how God preserves in the human history the Bible for you, for us. So we can read it, meditate upon it, teach upon it, share it to others. So maybe some people would ask, okay, got gotcha. Nice history, nice, you know, overview about the Bible. But how do we know the Bible is really, really, really from God? Well, I think the shortest answer of that is from the Bible. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was a new Christian. Morning usually question How do we know the Bible is really uh, from God? Well, Second Timothy three sixteen, and this is the usual typical answer. Second Timothy three sixteen says, "All Scripture is what inspired by God. Therefore, it comes from God, because the Bible says all Scripture is inspired by God." And there's a very yeah, and we we believe that we believe that the Bible is inspired. Inspired by God. Inspired meaning breathed out by God. Okay, when you breathe, you you ex, you um, inhale, you exhale, right? You breathe out. But but and when you speak words, you exhale. So but but is a metaphor is a metaphor um, word metaphorical words that means that ang Bible, all scriptures, all testament. Uh, according to Paul, is inspired by God. It's also the New Testament as well, inspired by God. In other words, it comes from God. It doesn't come from human imagination. Okay? It's not, doesn't come from like, inspired din ba sabot nga pareha pagsulat ni Beethoven? Yeah, Ludwig van Beethoven, when they write songs, inspired sila at the moment. That's just human inspiration from their own talent. But, Inspiration, ang bot pasabot ani sa scripture in 2 Timothy 16 is divinely inspired. It comes from God. Their idea doesn't come from their own, but it comes from the revelation of God and God inspired them to write scripture for us. So this is what it means being inspired. Now, kung, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, 20, verse 21 says, Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. Now, kanang word na prophecy can be translated, dili kanang prophecy nga murag tagna-tagna kung sa'yo may Ang prophecy yana is, actually, is the word message. So, we can translate that as no message of scripture comes from someone's own idea, own origination. Yang kaugalingon. Okay? Muna yung basabot ng word interpretation. Okay? But for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. So, dili kabubuton sa tao ang produce siya. Nga nung magsulat man siya Bible nga mukundem sa iya. Diba? <laughs> the Bible condemns us of our sin. When when man write, he wrote a book that would exalt himself. He would not write a book that would condemn himself. And the Bible condemns our sin. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God. Okay? Because God revealed to them something and they, they spoke from God as, and as they were carried 
along by the Holy Spirit. When you read the, New, the Old Testament, you read this praise, Thus saith the Lord, Thus saith the Lord. So they're not writing from their own idea. They're writing from what God reveals to them. They're writing from God. They're speaking from God. And these are people filled, moved, carried along by the Holy Spirit when they wrote scriptures. So it's inspired by God. Every scripture is inspired by God. So few concepts that I need to share to you before we move on that we need to understand in order to appreciate the Bible. First, revelation. The content of the Bible, revelation. God revealed Himself, His will, His command. So that's what the Bible is. The Bible is God's revelation of Himself. The Bible is not a magic formula for your success. The Bible is not a counseling manual so that you feel good about yourself. The Bible is beyond that, more than that. The Bible is all about God, His will, His plan for our life, and we should submit to the Word of God sa itong Rather than using the Word of God, it tweaks na to ang Word of God para sa itong kaugaling agenda, we need to approach the Bible with its main message in mind. And the message is that you need to know God, you need to know His will, and you need to submit to His will because it's a revelation of Himself. The way to know God is through the Word of God. Okay? Revelation. Another key term na akong ganun i-share ninyo is inspiration. That is the process in which God reveals Himself. So God reveals Himself, but how do we make sure that uh, ayang pag-reveal is free from error? It's because of inspiration. The Bible is inspired by God. Superintended by the Holy Spirit ang pag-write sa Scripture so that walay error. Walay makommunicate og error. Walay mali. Okay? And thirdly, how do we know, how can we understand the Bible today? Makasabot ba da sa Bible? Yes! Because the Bible says we are given by the Holy Spirit. We are enabled by the Holy Spirit as believers of Christ to understand the Bible. And that's what we call illumination. That when we read the Bible today, we are being illuminated in order to understand and apply the words that are in Okay? There's no other revelation. Okay? Uh, 66 books, that's the final books of the Bible. Wala na new revelation nga dapat, okay? And ma-alarm ko kung nagagayin kayo mga pastors, may yun sila, na ako'y bagong revelation. And when they preach this so-called new revelation, they equate their preaching as if it's from the Bible. As if equivalent sila sa Bible. And that is so wrong. There's no other authority that should bind our life aside from the 66 books of the Bible. Aside from that, wala na bagong revelation si God. It all has been revealed to us in the Bible. So beware of people, beware of pastors, beware of churches that claims to have new revelation or new Moses or new Jesus or the Jesus in the Mindanao, okay? And kaning mga new revelation is usually, usually our heretics and false teachers. So beware of that. The final authority is in the Bible. If you need to hear God, open your Bible. You know, ayaw na pagsik o damgo-damgo. Ayaw na pagsik o vision-vision. When you open the Bible, that's it. That's the Word of God. That's the vision of God. That's the revelation of God. Ask the Holy Spirit to understand what the Bible says rather than seeking the metaphysical or whatever, seeking the whatever mystical experience uh, that many, many Christians are you know, seeking today. The mystical experience, you know. You know God, simple. Open your Bible. You know God through the Scripture because God revealed Himself, himself in His Scripture. Open the Bible and you know God. Okay? That's it. You know? And um, there's no other way we can know God and, unless we come to the Bible. Okay? So, maybe you're asking this question. Um, what if, naka friends, pastor nga, dili kayo, dili kayo mo to sa Bible. So, ano ko sila paghandle? Well, 
I'm gonna give you arguments for skeptic if they don't believe about the scriptures, about the inspiration of scripture. I think the place to begin with is tell them that the, the, the New Testament is basically historical, okay? A place to start is tell them that the New Testament, that the New Testament is based in history, okay? Uh, the New Testament is unparalleled in teaching that uh, unparalleled teaching that revolutionized the world. I mean, Christianity revolutionized the world. You cannot deny that in history. I don't use the Bible, but observe in history and research in history, Christianity spread throughout the world. Kedua, unbroken line of oral tradition leading to unwritten records. It's unbroken line of oral or passing, passing the teaching from one generation to generation. Thirdly, it's written within decades of actual events. Pagkamatay ni Jesus, ay mga decades ana, after ana, near ana, na mga documents na, alright, so ma-check sa mga tao, na yung ba mga tao, buhi pa, ay ma-check nila ang facts na event. Okay? And uh, another thing is, um, historically unlikely movement. You know, Jewish followers of a crucified Messiah continues after the leader's death. I mean, nga naman pagkamatay man ka, kung dili tinood si Jesus, I mean, he's a carpenter, and if wala siya ni Rose from the dead, why would you continue follow him? And why would you continue to write documents about him? And the reason that they continue, even though their leader was gone, is because what they believe is true and it's real, and the resurrection is true. Therefore, what they what they wrote about Jesus is true as well. Another thing is amazing accuracy of Jerusalem temple destruction. When Jesus prophesied that this temple will be destroyed, eventually in AD seventy, it has been destroyed. Amazing prophecy; it has been fulfilled. So basically, the Bible is historical, unlike the Book of Mormon. Ito mga places of Book of Mormons, if you read the Book of Mormons, it's, it's not true. It's, wala, wala makitaan. But when you read the Bible, all the places in the Bible is still here. Okay? Naagyapon. And matrace back na ito archaeologically. And, I, I, and thank God for archaeology. Matrace back nila kung asadapin. Okay? Ang Bible. Mga events sa Bibles. Okay? Secondly, tell them that Jesus treated the Old Testament since it is historical, without a doubt, the Bible, the New Testament is historical. We can know that, secondly, Jesus treated the Old Testament as a trustworthy record. Okay? Na ako nang ihatag ninyo since mura gugamay na kay tag time, ihatag ra na ako ning kini mga notes tanan. Ako ra ni hatag ninyo in a very paspas nga manner, fast manner, and are mga scripture reference ani tanan. Okay? So, secondly, Jesus treated the Old Testament as trustworthy record. Makita nato na. Uh, Jesus saw the Old Testament as the words of God. Sa Matthew chapter uh, 19, um, uh, let's look at, okay? Let's look at Matthew chapter 19, uh, verse 4 to 5. Matthew chapter 19, verse 4 to 5. Jesus said, haven't you read? He replied that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female. And he also said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Now, what, G- what Jesus is saying is he's talking about marriage here, but he's quoting a Bible. He's quoting it from Scripture. And this Scripture is based in Genesis chapter... Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Okay? Money argument is Jesus uh, when he argued the Jewish leaders. So, let's look at... Because he, he considered this as Scriptures. Actually, Jesus... Uh, uh, get this in Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. 
Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 says, This is why a man leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife and they become one flesh. Now, this is where this is the direct quotation from Jesus. He considered it as a scripture. Now, Kenza Mega writes in Genesis chapter 1, where somebody God used right, Genesis chapter 1, according to my scholars, is Moses. And yet Jesus here in Matthew chapter uh, in Matthew chapter 19, he considered it as from scripture. So Jesus saw the Old Testament as the words of God. Very, 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 very obvious. Okay. Jesus saw the Old Testament as the words of God. Jesus promised his Holy Spirit would teach and remind the apostles. I would remind you. When the Holy Spirit I would remind you of all things that teach you. And number four, uh, number five, Jesus saw the Old Testament as inspired by God. Okay? Six, Peter saw the Old Testament writer as moved by the Holy Spirit. Um, Peter saw Paul's writing as scripture as well. So, paglanto niya ni Paul, na consider niya ang writing ni Paul as holy scriptures. Paul viewed Luke's gospel as scripture. And number nine, Jesus believed his words, message would endure. Niyo si Jesus, my words will endure. Uh, number ten, then, and this is the finale, okay? It is logically consistent then to believe God who revealed himself in time and space through Jesus that he would preserve a record of his revelation. And if God is God and if he's powerful and if he rose from the dead, of course, ma-preserve ni ang Bible na walay error para, para makareceive ito sa Bible karon, right? I mean, if God is God and he's sovereign, he can use everybody, he can use the passage of time to preserve his word to communicate his truth and revelation to us. So in summary, okay? Summary, okay? The Bible is a historical link to Jesus. The Bible is all about Jesus. Old Testament points to Jesus. New Testament looks back to Jesus. So it's all about Jesus. So when we read the Bible, we should know Jesus and live for Jesus. Because God revealed himself in his son through Jesus Christ. So it's a historical link to Jesus. That's what the Bible is. Secondly, the Bible is an inspired gift from God, inspired by the Holy Spirit. He uses human authors to communicate His revelation to us so that we can know Him and relate with Him because God is a relational God. And thirdly, the Bible is a tool by God and it is the ultimate demonstration of God's commitment to partner with His people. Okay? Why did God give us the Bible? Okay? No, the reason God gave us the Bible so that we know Him, we know His will, and we could live a life that is designed by Him and so that we can partner with Him in His mission to this world. Okay? Ang Bible dili para sa tua, para gamito na ito ang ginoo to accomplish our agenda. No, ang Bible is a revelation for us para mailan na ito ang ginoo so that we can live our life based on His design and His direction. Okay? So that ma-align nato itong marriage for his mission, ma-align nato atong uh, ambition, atong work, atong money, atong resources, ang sinaata karon, ang si blessings nato, ma-align nato ni sa iyang kabubuton dili para i-align nato siya sa atong kabubuton dili tamo gama og plano, plano sa atong kinabuhi, dahil mayon ta Lord bless it, kung dili mayon ka Lord, akong kinabuhi na align ba ni sa mga kabubuton. So rather than putting God in our own story, we need to put ourselves in God's story. And that's the purpose of the Bible. When we read the Bible, you should think like that. That you are not using the Bible for yourself, but you are thinking yourself, asa kadapit sa stories again, how can you participate in His grand plan, in His mission, in His uh, goal sa anin sa kalibutan. So, that's the goal in this series. And I hope you're excited to read your Bible. And and, and ka. So what? Asa ta mo begin? Okay? 
First, I would encourage you get a Bible, okay? Get a Bible, get a Bible, get a Bible. Four principles in getting the Bible, okay? Paper is better than screen. Paper is better than screen. Get a Bible and I encourage you have a physical Bible. Have a physical Bible rather than screen. Why? Because according to research, ang mga tao, nga dali, malimot daw, usually, katong, kung if you read in the screen, dali, malimot nga naman. Because our brain is wired in a three-dimension. Kung natin Bible, mabalaan siya nato, no, asa nato gisulat, asa dito tapit nga part. Because when we read the Bible, we feel it. We smell the paper. And mas dilit-dali, malimta nato kung physical atong Bible. Kung screen, ah, virtual kaayo. And atay tendency, according to the research, natin si dalit na malimot kung digital uh, ato ang Bible. So, I would encourage you, pepper, ah, pepper, paper is better than screen. Papel, Okay. Physical Bible. I would encourage you to have physical Bible. Okay? Kung wala pa kayo physical Bible nga, nga ka ng okay kayo sa mga para mabasa, buy it. Okay? You can buy it today. Okay? And, um, ikaduwa, team translation is better than individual. So, na mga individual nga translation, I would encourage you team translation like ESV, NLT, NIV, etc. But we're using ESV primarily sa church. And thirdly, study notes are better than none. Kung study notes in your Bible, better. Okay na. And uh, uh, fourthly, what you will use is better than what you want. Okay, importante yung mong gamiton kaysa nakay Bible pero wala nimo digamit. So, get a Bible, read a Bible. Number two, read it alone and read it together. Okay, read it alone and read it together. Please, please read together communally and alone. Read, study, pray, and meditate. Uh, bring your Bible to church because in the next series, we're gonna look at lots of Bible and study about the Word of God. So, bring it to church online and let's study together and in your small group as well. Thirdly, discuss what you are learning with others. This is very important. We are a communal people and we are shaped by the Word together. So, personal lang Bible. We should learn to share together as a church to be shaped by the Word of God. So, share it in the small group. Now, I would want you, I would encourage you to sign up with our 30-day challenge in reading the New Testament. Okay? 30, reading the New Testament through 30 days. Now, man, wow! That's so big! That's so challenging! That's why it's called challenge because it's 30-day challenge. Now, there are 260. Okay, man, grabe Kaya na muna. Let me... Uh, let me sh- sh- show you this. Let me share it to you. There are 260 chapters in the New Testament. Okay? Spread over almost 8,000 verses. And 175,606 words. You- using the ESV. Okay? Now, that sounds like a ton. You know? But listen to this. There are 175,606 words in the New Testament. I divide na to na in 30 days. That comes out as... 500,853 uh, 500,853 words per day Diba na to na in 30 days And the average reader actually reads around 200 words per minute Average read 200 words per minute Some of you, bas-bas maganit mo anak mo Dividing 5,853 by 200 That means that the average reader could read The entire New Testament under 30 minutes a day if you read under 30 minutes a day, you can read the whole New Testament in 30 days. Amazing. Now, compare ng 30 minutes every day with average episode of Netflix. Vincenzo, you know, sa pa, um, Queen's Gambit, whatever imong ginawa, ginawa sa Netflix. That average episode or show is 60 minutes or an hour. 
And this is just 30 minutes every day of reading the New Testament, asking God to illumine your heart, asking God to reveal Himself to you and so that your life will be realigned according to His will. That's not too hard. Imagine, imagine if Kita Talin is a church where we're doing it in 30 days. Imagine what God would do through us. Imagine what God can do through your marriage. Imagine what God can do in your struggles right now, in your struggles against sin as you learn to go back in His Word. You know, you just don't know what God will do if you sign up with this challenge. So if you are up to this challenge, kumain ka nga, nakabasa na mo ko sa Bible, Pastor, so kasaraday ka mo basa sa mong kinabuhi. You know, you go back. If naanak kayo Bible reading, pwede rin na i-post naman yung plan and do this challenge with us as a church. This is for us as a church. And so that, Dungan ta together ani starting tomorrow okay so sign up na i form karon and the reason nga ganahan ko magba sign up mo is because natay uh, contest ba ani natay murag uh, natay reward sa inyo if you finish it for 30 days consistently and pwede nyo gamitan ng hashtag na #gpdvo hashtag #gpdvo uh, nt30 something like that nt30 ipost na mo ang hashtag gamitan eh and you post it in your facebook timeline and encourage people as well to join encourage the church to join you'll be qualified to win a mystery box, a mystery gift. It could be a study Bible or it could be anything that we give, will give you, okay? At the end of this challenge. So if you would like to win, this is kind of a reward for you in this challenge. Um, sign, up. sign up. Sign up in the link that is provided. In the link above or in the link in the chat, we will give you the link or in the description or in the caption. Sign up in the link and then... We will send you notification every day. A notification about the, your daily reading plan and notification. And also, there's a Spotify link because not just reading it, but we wanted to hear the word of God as well. So you can sign up so that we can send you the Spotify link as well so that you can also listen to the word that is being read. So kung mag-jogging ba ka, mag-laba ba ka, whatever you do, you hear the word or you read the word for 30 days New Testament challenge. You don't know what God will do personally in your life. And please join the small group because kung unsay mong nabasa throughout the week sa challenge, we would encourage you to share what the Lord has been revealing to you personally because God speak to us through His Word today as He illuminates by His Spirit. So thank you guys for, for this. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for enduring with us in this long message. Um, I pray and I hope that God will continue to change us as a church, and shape us by His Word. Let's pray together. Father, we thank You so much for this message. Thank You for challenging us about Your Word. Enable us to be the people that you want us to be, shaped by the Word, influenced by Your Word, so that we can be the people that You will use for Your glory. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, Amen. God bless you. You are love. Let's do this challenge.